0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Pursuing Greatness Podcast, a place where experts share their wisdom on living well by mastering your health, your wealth, your relationships, and your spirit. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone the best way to support the show is simply to share this episode with your friends and family. Also, if you want to learn more about mastering life, go to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. With that said, I hope you enjoy the episode. We have a very special guest with us today, so grab your pen and paper and enjoy the journey. All right, we are live. Today we have with us Edwin Frondozo. Edwin is a man of many hats. He's done so many things. International keynote speaker, tech entrepreneur, entrepreneur, advisor, and award-winning podcast host, to name a few. Um, Other than that, Edwin, thank you very much for hopping on the show. How are you?
1: Gabe, no, I'm, I'm doing amazing, brother. I mean, this is, I'm super excited to be here. I'm really pumped to, to be just, just having a discussion here and talking about, you know, our pursuit and, you know, challenges and things that we're looking forward to. So thank you. Thank you for the opportunity.
0: Absolutely. Yep. It's good to have you here. Um, to get us started, why don't you, you know, give everybody a little glimpse into your life, who you are, what you do, and uh, how you got down, started down that path in the first place.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I always, I started uh, describing myself, Gabe, I am uh, a four-year-old father. Ooh, I am nice. Six, Congratulations. Six, six, thank you. Six-year-old husband and a 44-year-old, <laughs> oh, wait, 15-year-old entrepreneur, and then a 44-year-old son and Man, I guess. Um, yeah, I've been I've been an entrepreneurship, a tech entrepreneur for 15 years, mostly for that time in telecommunications, providing consulting services, installation services, until we launched our own network, our own Voice RIP network, and growing and scaling that, continually growing and scaling that um, in the services industry. A couple of years ago, as I was thinking like every entrepreneur near the end of a year, how can I change my new year? How could I grow? How could I scale? And I thought of a podcast. So I ended up launching the Business Leadership Podcast, which, man, and I'm sure you get this, Gabe, it opened up not only my network, but the ability to practice conversations, to be practicing listening. And I just I just took it to another level. Being an entrepreneur for for a, a ten years at that time, I was just like, if I'm going to do this, I have to do this right and correct yeah. and do it properly, consistently. Um, from there, just things started to grow. Different opportunities opened up, and uh, and I'm looking to grow and scale my personal brand now. So I. I, I I could go forever, but I don't want to, <laughs> I want to stop there.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's killer. And, uh, you know, I've said this a few times, um, on this, this podcast that, you know, if anybody's thinking about jumping into podcasting, just do it, just do it. It's uh, it's more fun. You know, you don't really need to jump into it thinking about ROI. Um, you can just jump into it, uh, a, as a hobby and it's amazing what, what comes of it. You meet people like Edwin who's, I mean, come on, I wouldn't be able to meet somebody like Edwin in, in normal life. So, um, yeah. Great opportunity. That's a tangent want to get back to your story um, So you started you started your podcast five years ago. It sounds like right.
1: Yeah, just about almost yeah
0: And what was your like what was your goal when you first? Uh, thought about jumping into it. Was it um, was it more a hobby? Was it a you know, did you want to get some ROI on it? Or what What, what was the end goal?
1: Yeah, that's a great question and without going into deep story, the idea initially to launch a podcast was like, I want to do a passion project. I want to do something I'm really interested in. And being also an entrepreneur and a business person, I'm like, like, you know, I need to think of an ROI first and foremost. As much as I want to do what I love doing, which I do anyways, I do many things on the outside. I had to think about how am I going to, Make this aligned with what I'm trying to do with my business and align with my goals. So I quickly looked at a way to create ROI was not through the podcast itself, but growing my network. So when I looked at my mm. portfolio of customers, Gabe at the time, and my biggest customers, the one that were spending thousands of dollars a month on me, um, you know, looked at the journey, how I closed the deal and how they came to us, it was all word of mouth. It was all word of mouth. They were either the entrepreneur or they were uh, they were a management position or a leadership position. And at the time, Gabe, when I thought of the business leadership podcast, I'm like, you know what? I want to tell stories about just everyday leaders and how they came from level one, whether they're an entrepreneur to a CEO or a VP of an international company, what were the hard decisions and what was not. And what I found quickly at the time was, The only people talking about business leadership were coaches, um, personal development people, coaches. Um, There was no one really talking to the everyday person. It was more someone looking for those people like, oh, you want to be a manager? Let me help you. Um, So I think that's what was really special. And then eventually I was able to monetize my podcast because there was a a unique niche in that. And coming from Toronto and Canada um, and being in Toronto, which is the biggest – city here with all the finance and technologies it uh my network grew very easily like that
0: nice nice and i mean i i love stories too i love to hear just the everyday stories of people you know we always see uh somebody who's living a great life who we feel like we're we're looking up to and we kind of put them on this pedestal like oh Mm -hmm. i can never get there but there it really is just an everyday struggle that you're just going through following your goals um you know Living your purpose every single day, um, so I love to hear those day to day kind of things. So, uh, kind of take us into your story as you know, as an entrepreneur, you've had 15 years. You're a 15 year old entrepreneur today. Yeah. So, uh, uh, my- what was how did, how did you how did you get started down that path?
1: Yeah, entrepreneurship has always been in the back of my mind. I think ever since I was young, doing you know the paper routes or doing summer jobs and encouraged by my father more so than anything. But I ended up going into technology. I graduated computer engineering Mm. and got into big tech telecom companies, which eventually got laid off at the time. This is like, you know, I'm aging myself, but this is the turn of the 2000s where the bubble just popped, the first internet bubble popped. And I was young at the time. They gave me almost a year's salary to lay me off. And I was just like, all right, see That's you later. It's <laughs> going <on> to the <laughs> Party beach. time. Um, so I ended up doing a small tech startup at that time, but I was really young. And if you could imagine, 18, 19 years ago, there wasn't podcasts. There weren't these online communities that could help you grow as an entrepreneur, as a business. So you really had to hustle. You had to go to these business centers. You didn't know anything. Um, and we were young, me and a couple of my friends. And we also wanted to go out and party and and have and date women and dates or what, whatnot. But you know, eventually, we all ended up getting jobs. You know, after two years, we had some good tech uh, momentum, but we weren't able to close the big deals. We were young; ah. we didn't have that um, experience. We didn't have that mentorship. We didn't have any of that type of stuff. Um, so I ended up working at IBM, and I got into my sales job, and I learned how to close deals. So that was very uh, pivotal in in my career becoming an entrepreneur. Um from from IBM, being an entrepreneur, I didn't realize it at that time, but having the entrepreneurship DNA, I, I I lasted at IBM not even about a year and a half, Gabe. Uh and I was already bored. I'm like, oh I gotta move. Um but I wasn't thinking about starting a business yet. So I moved to a smaller tech company, telecom, and they liked me. I was young and they said, Edwin, you should, you know, maybe you could become a sales executive um and give me that handle. And Gabe, what what happened was I First off, I closed their their biggest telecom deal, which was in voice over IP in the small organization because everyone was a bit older and I was just new and I could sell anything. <laughs> and at the same time, the owners, the partners recognized my entrepreneurial um, DNA. So they said, oh, Edwin, why don't you help us build this business? So now I'm doing sales on this side and I'm building another business and I started growing it. And I guess there were changes happening in my life on the personal side. And I was getting like, not annoyed, but I'm like, why am I building someone's business? Why don't <laughs> yeah. I just build my own business? And that went, that's when I started looking at voice over IP technologies and how it was just the start of it. And I messaged one of my good friends. I'm like, hey, man, um, you know, I think I got something here. I, I know how to sell these. And I think if we know how to create this stuff, um, we can we could do this ourselves. So literally I, 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 um, gave my resignation letter and I never had a paycheck since then. So Damn. that's, uh, that's, that's my start of, uh, the entrepreneurial journey for sure.
0: I love it. And how was that, how was that feeling? Once you gave that resignation letter, were you, uh, were you elated, or when did the, when it happened to me, the crash came probably about two weeks later and I was like, Oh shit, what did I just do? But kept yeah, going so, on.
1: So here's, here's my story. I gave my resignation and then I went to Europe for like Three weeks. So, nice. There <laughs> so we go. I, I didn't. I didn't get that crash for a while because I was on cloud nine. Like, oh, this life is amazing. I just quit. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, it was. Uh, it's. It's been a journey, and, and I'm not like, I uh, as much as I look at other entrepreneurs that are able to get huge successes. I've been on the the grind for a while and enjoying it as well, and trying to be grateful for the journey. As my successes grow, not like a hockey stick, but it's still it's still moving forward.
0: Yep, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the the hockey sticks are really the things that kind of you know grab the media attention. Uh, oh, yes. But I mean, for every hockey stick entrepreneur out there, there are at least a hundred to a thousand other entrepreneurs. At least, um, who? Yeah, exactly. Who are just you know growing your business every single day out there, growing your business. You don't get a hockey stick, but you get progress, and that's what really matters right. um, in right. my mind. Is just you know, day in, day out, putting in the effort and seeing that gradual progress, looking back over your shoulder and five years ago, looking where you're at and being like, damn, I have made movement. That's great.
1: Yeah, that's important too. That's important looking back. I've been teaching my daughter that as well as we do like climbing things and, you know, when we go on trips, I'm like, look back, look where, look how far you went. I mean, I'm just trying to instill that in my daughter right now just to, Sense to take that time to quickly look back, right?
0: Yep. I love it. Um, so yeah, I mean, I love your stories. You, it sounds like you even, you tried to be an entrepreneur, uh, after you were let go the first time. Um, it sounds like you had a two year stint there. Didn't, didn't work out. Um, you went back to the corporate life, did that for again, but you had to go back to entrepreneurship. Um, so however many years passed and then you, you dove back into it and this time for good. Um, since then kind of take us on the journey, you, you, you built that voiceover IP, uh, company. Um, and then it sounds like now you're writing books. You have got your podcast. Uh, where else have you gone since then?
1: I've been I've been everywhere. I mean, in, in terms of getting engaged with uh, different um, startups, you know, coming on an advisory levels and you know, everything from helping companies grow, growing strategic partnerships with the voice over IP business, you know, growing and scaling that as seeing opportunities. And this is something real, Gabe, right now is like, now I'm getting to the point where like, oh, okay, there's a lot of opportunities. I got to really, you know, stop yep. and really ensure. And and I've been doing a lot of work on this, um, which which really, you know, i Um, aligns with some of the things that you talk about is like really understanding who I am and what's, you know, what's, what's my essence, you know, I can't, every opportunity looks great as an entrepreneur, right? So you got to, does it really align to who I am and what I want, where I foresee myself in the next three, five, 30 years, right? Like what, what's my, you know, when I look back 30 years from now, like what, what does, you know, does that opportunity really line up to that or not? Right. It's uh, that actually helps, right? So learning that practice. Absolutely. Yeah. And
0: I mean, you know, this is, we're talking about entrepreneurship right now because, you know, we're both entrepreneurs and, um, but there are people deciding on your, on how you want success to be in your life. Um, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to include entrepreneurship. Um, it could be your own thing, but either way you do have, there are opportunities out there, any path you choose, and you do have to decide where your values lie. Um, and and then from your values, you you choose your actions based on that. So, kind of how how do you go about? Um, you know, you have so many opportunities in front of you right now. Uh, how do you go about making those decisions?
1: So currently, I mean, there's so many which ways to grow given the climate that we're in, in the sense of a global pandemic. Hmm. Things are changing. Things slowed down in the business. So I really had an opportunity to really work with some some key people in my life. Um, some coaches, consultants that are like, "Okay, let's dig down. What really moves you, Edwin? I mean, you are someone who has the ability to do many things. Like, like you said at the top of the show, I I can manage many things. I could do many things. But I think I've got to a point now, Gabe, where it's like, yeah, I could do anything. Um, mm-hmm. I could figure if I don't know, I could figure it out. And if I can't figure it out, I'll hire someone to do it. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but it's it's really like taking that time. Um, to understand who you are and, and what really moves you um, and and there 's these core values is what i 'm learning is what really gets me going, stuff like integrity, something like. How I'm able to innovate and integrate things in my life. Because a lot of people who know me, they're like, Edwin, how do you do all those things? Plus you run marathons, plus you're, you know, you're very spiritual. Um, you know, you go to, you go to church and you, you know, you, you have a meditation practice, a journal practice. How do you do all that and do those things? So, um, it's like really aligning to those values of me and then seeing if that makes sense in turn, in terms of my vision.
0: Yep, yep, I feel you on that, and um, yeah, I think mean for me, it really does come from um, from the values, and then from there, you start putting it into action in your life. Um, the hard part for me is getting the habits down. You know, whatever you decide, whatever goal you decide to do, it's always going to be able to be broken down to very small steps, very small actions, um, and then you just got to do it every single day. So, how do you go about? You know, in you, you choose a new direction. How do you go about? taking that direction and turning it into a reality, turning it into action.
1: Yeah. So I could, I could talk about, let's talk about the marathon. I ran four marathons now. Um, one, one thing I don't share in my bios or, or, openly is I actually, um, around the same time where I became an entrepreneur, I actually had both my Achilles tendons, um, operated on. So it was, oh, it was, man. it was a cra- they weren't ruptured Gabe, but they were really badly hurt. Um, but running a marathon at the, you know, it took me a couple of years to really like feel comfortable in my new, in, in my fixed body, right? My yeah. <laughs> my upgraded body. But, <laughs> Bionic. Um, but marathons, you know, it's it's twenty six miles, forty two k. It's far, yeah. But you have to break it down to to manageable steps. And what really helps me, and really helps in anything in life, is having signed up for a marathon. Mm. So if I signed up for something and there's a deadline and there's a due date. So if you're an entrepreneur or if you're in a, you know, if you work in an organization, whenever you're given a due date, you're going to get it done. Whether you're going to get it done good or excellent, that's up to you. But you're going to, you're going to submit something. Same with a marathon. Like I, I think my first marathon, I, I trained with a running group. So it helped me, um, be accountable. So I had an accountability group. Which helps me now, and I, I really, I really lean on accountability partners at this time or mastermind groups that really help me uh, stay, you know, in tune to some of my goals. Because at the end of the day, we're all by ourselves, yep. and we there's so many distractions in our life. You know, we have phones that keep buzzing us, if, <laughs> just to just to keep us in check to see if we're able to stay on our task. You know, for 20 minutes, right? Yep. Um, but yeah, I think the number one for me is. Setting it, you know, setting a goal or a due date or signing up for a race, um, breaking it down into tangible tasks, and the most important thing, the la- the lesson I've been doing is is don't be so hard on yourself if you have a bad day. Um, you know, especially in running, there are days when I don't want to run. I'm just like, oh, forget it. I don't want to run. I'm exhausted. And maybe I had three miles to run that day, for example. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go out and run one mile. Just, I just I'm just learning to be okay with that. You know, yes. we're humans. Like, it's okay. We can't be perfect, but it's progress. You talked about it. It's progress. And I think if we live in that mentality that we're always practicing to be better, not perfect, I think that really helps. So I, that that's the practice I've been really focusing on recently for myself.
0: Absolutely. No, I I love that, and um, I like that you you do it you know, you had this goal, you want to go three miles. um, But the day came and I don't for for whatever reason, maybe your foot hurt, maybe you feel you know a little under the weather. um, You just can't really pull it out of yourself. You say, All right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go half mile, at least you're out there, you get one step done, you get that just little itsy bitsy piece of progress. um, And you call it good. You don't beat yourself up after that. Uh, You take it as it is. And you just go on to the next day and, uh, and continue with the progress. So I love that you said that you're the first person that's kind of put it that way. So that's uh, a, good.
1: No, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh,
0: we are, you know, this podcast is 20 minutes ago, super quick. We are at yeah. the end. Um, so I am going to push us into the quick question round, which is just me asking you quick questions and you giving quick responses. Um, it starts out with books. I'm a big bookie. I can see, I mean, if anybody's watching this on YouTube, he has books behind him. So he has to have an answer for this one. Um, if you could give one recommendation for a business book and then one recommendation for a life wisdom book, what would you do?
1: Oh my gosh. I almost right now. The first one that came to mind for both of them, <laughs> believe it or not, is Tim Ferriss's four hour work, work week. Oh, nice. I think, Cause I think it teaches, but both is for business because Tim Ferriss is a, is a business advisor and, and an entrepreneur, but it also teaches you how to live outside of yourself or, or to have dreams and do things. So there's a lot of wisdom in there as well. So um, not to cheat on the, on, on the, on the question, but that, the, both for some reason, both of them came to mind right now. Uh, but, but, but in life wisdom one, another one that I have here still um, that I always look to is, um, I'm going to say The Artist Way with Julia Cameron.
0: The artist Way, huh? I have by Julia Cameron. That so one. that
1: one teaches me, it taught me how to start my morning my morning journaling practice. And oh, okay. it really gets us, basically the essence of that book, Julia Cameron's book, she wrote it like 30, 40 years ago, um, is how to awaken the artist in us. Because we're all artists in there, in that creativity and, and the practices. And she has two main practices. One is journaling and one is called Artist Walks, is where you just do something that you said you would always do for example and it could be out of nowhere just go to like a toy store and buy something fun for yourself like it's huh. just, just to open up that child in you again um that's that that's an amazing book i love that book
0: cool I'll, i'm gonna have to check that out the artist's way um and i actually you know so many people have said the four-hour work week i haven't i haven't got it yet for some reason i have a thousand like hundreds of books back there and i haven't jumped on that so i'm gonna have to pull the trigger on that one too um going on to the next question and this one is uh advice from your younger self. So if you could go back to Edwin, um, say the Edwin who was just let go from that first, you know, the first telecom company. He's just, you know, opening the door to walk out of the building. Um, Go up to him and be like, hey, Edwin, this is one piece of advice I want to give you going forward. What would you say?
1: I would just say, listen, have fun. You have this opportunity and you know enough to close those deals. Um, you know, there's a lot of self-doubt, right? Um, in turn, of not thinking that you have enough knowledge or not worthy, but I realize, you know, looking back, like we have enough. We just have yep. to have that self-confidence, like, you know what, we can figure it out. Um, but that's what I would tell them, you could figure it out.
0: Killer, I love it. You can figure it out. You got this, man, keep going.
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome, next question is uh, places, I like, just to hear where people go to for solitude and, uh, and kind of rejuvenation. So where is a place that you go, um, to kind of rekindle yourself?
1: Rekindle on a daily or on a, on a, um, or, or on a trip. So rekindle myself on, on the, on the, on my everyday life. I, so my runs are really good, mm-hmm. but honestly I would uh, like, because I trained for marathons and I got into this routine that's really relaxing, and it it's, it might be surprising, but I, I like do like Epsom salt baths and just, oh really yeah and just like and it just releases a lot of the uh, a lot of my uh, tension body tension and it really relaxes and I feel good actually the next day. Huh. Um, all right, yeah, I sorry. like it.
0: I've I've heard of them, but I've never done them myself. So <laughs> how about uh, how about for the trip?
1: Oh my gosh! So my wife is from Eastern Europe, so we've been going to Europe a lot. But one place I've gone three times um, in my life is is Budapest, Hungary. Oh, okay. I love Hungary. Budapest. It's so right. um, yeah, it's exotic, it's fun, it's Eastern Europe. It's it's not the Western Europe, so it's a little different cultures, and uh, and and the people are so nice.
0: Cool. I'm gonna have to go there. It sounds uh sounds awesome. Um, habits. I feel like habits are the the foundation of our life. They are what underpin everything that you do. So, if you could pinpoint one habit that you feel has kind of given you, uh, given you the most in your life, what would that habit be?
1: So, the habit that I talk about right now that's really giving me the most and really pushing me forward is my is my daily journaling habit right now. Um, just just getting out. Um, it's, it's back to the artist way. I've been doing it almost three, four years. Um, but it's, uh, it just gets as entrepreneurs, anyone who's always thinking or has a lot of things in your mind it just, just that habit to get it out of your mind. And it's very meditative for me and putting it onto paper, that habit that's really huge for me.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I love that. I've been doing that for a while and you're right. It does kind of like distill all the chaos that kind of accumulates up over the day and you just kind of dump it onto a piece of paper and call it good. I love it. Awesome. So, hey, last question. People are that are listening and watching, they enjoyed listening to you and all the wisdom that you shared. So they want to get in t- contact with you. What is the best way for them to do that?
1: Yeah, you could email me directly. It's edwin at com. That's also my podcast, thebusinessleadership.com. Um, and find me on uh, social media, Edwin Frondozo. I'm pretty active on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, wherever i'll be i'll be happy to connect and have a discussion with you cool
0: and i will put um edwin's urls in the show notes so if you want to click through and uh, say hi to edwin go ahead look in the show notes below um and click through and say hi so again edwin thank you very much for hopping on the show i had a pleasure um you know having this conversation with you uh for everybody who's here with us today thank you guys for showing up you're the reason we do this Um, Again, the best way to support the show is just to subscribe, like, and share this episode with your friends and family. Other than that, I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Pursuing Greatness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show and got some actionable advice and insights that you can apply to your own life today. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to support us the best way to do so would just be to subscribe to the show and share this episode with your friends and your family if you'd like to learn more about how to master your life by mastering your health wealth relationships and spirit head on over to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com with that said i hope you have an absolutely amazing day keep living in integrity with yourself and i look forward to seeing you
1: on the next episode